Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez. And I'm Jared. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We are going to be your two young dads on this journey. Uh, I have one baby already. She is nine months old. And I got a kiddo on the way. Uh, He will be here in about two and a half weeks. I think it's two weeks and three days from now is the due date. So getting that is absolutely crazy. (laughs) You're telling me (laughs) that is wild. Uh, What we wanted to do here was just, you know, showcase what parenting and adulting is like in the eyes of really two young dads. You know, we are very young in our late 20s. Well, I am mid 20s for me. (laughs) And uh, yeah, you are. You are. You're really holding on to that. Um, You know, we are in a group of friends where we are the two that are having babies out of a group of like 10 close friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Only one other is married. Um, So we just wanted to showcase what life was like for us. Uh, Jared, how's it going? How was your weekend? It's good, Joe. A weekend was good. So we, uh, we spent the weekend up North. That's a big thing around where Joe and I live is going up North on the weekend. So my wife's family has a, uh, has a cottage on a lake. So we went up there and hung out and we, so Friday actually kind of sucked. I, my boss, like with this whole working from home thing has been nuts. So I was supposed to have a meeting with my boss from one to two, and then we were going to get on the road like right after. And he pushed it back to like one thirty, And I was like, all right, half an hour is not a big deal. And he pushed it back again till two thirty, and then didn't mm-hmm. even call me till two forty five. So it was uh, a big pain. So we didn't end up getting up there till kind of late on, uh, on Friday night. And then it rained all day Saturday. And then we came home <laughs> Sunday morning. So, Oh, sounds great. Yeah, very great weekend at the lake, you know. It's been <laughs> but it was good. Got to see some family, got to hang out. Um, you know, it's been been kind of tough these last four or five months, you know, not only being pregnant but with a pandemic. So kinda of, kinda of tough finding family time and, and spending time with others. So it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How is the lady? How's your wife? Boy, is she pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, nine months, nine and a half months. She, uh so the baby has moved down, which is a great. Thing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But he moved down like two weeks ago. So it's been mm. about um two and a half weeks already of him just wedged in between her hips. And that's yeah. been very uncomfortable. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, Kayla was the same way with, uh, with Cora. So chances are your baby will have a very long head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Gonna be yeah. coming out looking like the cone heads oh my goodness if they are down there too long it is so long cores was absolutely like ridiculously long that the that not beanie i guess beanie whatever you want to call yeah that, i guess hat. a beanie right yeah the, the thing the hospital gives you right yeah it uh it didn't even go to the top of her ears like they put it on <laughs> her head and it was all the way on and it was just over the top of her ears because of how how long her head was that's insane. Yeah, and the doctor told her, like, at her last checkup appointment, she's sitting so low, she's going to have a long head, and, and she did. And boy, did she. She, But she grew out of that pretty fast. I mean, she's round now, but, you know, she was round pretty quickly <laughs> after, right? Yeah, I mean, right now, she's she's round. She's a spherical baby. Uh, <laughs> it's what you always wanted. <laughs> it was. I just said, you know, let it be a marble. uh probably i would say within a week her head kind of shrunk down to to normal size 
Uh, but definitely yeah. when she came out, it was ab- so ridiculous. So, uh, but yeah, Cora is doing well. She's nine months and uh, crawling all over the place, pulling herself up. Uh, doesn't have any teeth yet. Yeah. No? No, no, just gumming everything. Uh, she's starting to is snot she, a lot. Like she, to, I was going to say, she's starting to get to that point where she's teething a little bit. Like, can you tell it's coming or? Oh, yeah, it's coming. Like, she's very drooly. Um, she's got a really runny nose, which happens when they teeth. Sure. Uh, and just like gnawing on everything, anything she can find, she'll just, you know, shove it right in her mouth and start chewing like the buckles on her car seat, her high chair. She's just chewing on. She chews yeah. on the edge of my table. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's literally. Like it's it's crazy. Like she literally anything she can find. And I feel like that's what they say about babies. Is as soon as they can crawl, it's like what whatever they find goes in their mouth. But it's like yeah. literally soft hard whatever it is she's gonna chew on it have you guys looked into any like um what uh, toys probably isn't the right word but like teething uh soothers i know my nephews used like a necklace um i don't Mm. know how effective it was but they wore like a necklace that they uh could like grab onto and mess around it was supposedly to help help them with teething yeah we have one of those it's like a silicone hard silicone rubber Mm -hmm. um and i mean we don't wear it but uh it's in her toy bin she'll grab it out and she she chews on the rubber parts but she chews on the plastic connectors more oh. <laughs> and like the string um thing is like a candy necklace right it is it's crazy she like she also gags herself a lot she just shoves oh, her yeah. whole fist in her mouth and like mm-hmm. punch, punches the back of her throat <laughs> <laughs> she's she's a real ding dong she really can't. She's really just trying to figure it out. That's it. That's all she's trying to do. <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy. It is wild. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but let's let's chat about you. You know okay. what? Yeah. Let's yeah. let's dive into it. I uh, it's been so obviously Katie's walking around super pregnant. So we because of all the COVID stuff we were supposed to have baby showers, uh, beginning of June. So that was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, kiddos do August 28th, which is kind of funny. My birthday is August 31st. So here's mm-hmm. me hoping that, uh, that we can line up and have same birthdays or at least right. do it. it also disappointing. It means I'm never going to get a birthday again. So yeah, it's that true. Goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're really, uh, so because of all the COVID stuff, we didn't have our baby showers until last weekend. Mm-hmm. So we have spent basically two weeks just putting everything together. We yeah. finally we got a crib mattress today, uh, rolled that out, let that all, um, you know, put that all together, hung up some stuff around his room. I haven't finished painting it yet. Okay. It's 99% there, but there's still like touch-ups and stuff that we're like, oh, we'll come back to. And then things just got away from us and we never came back to it. And now, right. Kitty and I were, looked at each other the other day. And we're like, we have to paint it before he comes, or else we're not painting it again until we sell the house. Because that's that's there's going to be no in between. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh getting getting the room ready was pretty fun. Uh, did you build your crib in the bedroom? I did. I I learned from your mistake. I, <laughs> I it did just you know it occurred to me. I was like, oh, I should just build this where it's going to be, right? And then yeah. I uh. It's funny. I did the crib first and then mm-hmm. the chair that we got like a rocking chair, right? That Katie's going to breastfeed in. Yeah. And, uh, I built that in the living room. I oh. totally, I built the crib first and I was like, yeah, boom, got it. Crib 
in the in the bed in the bedroom already put together and then i did not keep that lesson uh through with the chair so yeah i uh i just when i was building it i was like i just really want to watch the haunting of hill house and drink (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i get that and i did and then slid it all the way down the hallway to the bedroom and then it didn't go through i was so mad can you oh i can only imagine like getting all the way down there like oh yeah it's all put together it took me so long oh crap i was like ah fuck now i gotta tear this apart now i gotta take the whole damn thing apart and (laughs) rebuild it ours was was not too bad it was it came with the four sides already put together so Mm -hmm. we just had to put like the four legs and then bolt the sides to the legs so it really wasn't too bad yeah good that's good. Now you said you unboxed your match, your your uh, your baby's mattress, mattress crib mm-hmm. mattress. Yeah. So was it a fancy one? Like you know, it's kind of fancy. So my mom has been begging us this whole time. Like she didn't want to just buy us anything off the registry, right? She's like, oh, mm-hmm. I can go and buy. She's like, just tell me what you need. Tell me what the last thing you need. And I thought we needed her to buy the chair. So she mm-hmm. came up for the baby showers last week, last weekend. And uh, she's like, just tell me what you need. Tell me what you need. And I was like, oh, well, we need a chair, but let's wait till the weekend's over. And then we'll talk about like if that's it or whatever. She's like, okay, fine, fine. I didn't realize Katie had told me like a week and a half before that, that because you can see on the registry, somebody bought it, not who Mm -hmm. bought it, but that somebody bought it. Yeah. So uh, I didn't realize that our chair had already been bought. So this whole time, I'm like, yeah, mom, we just need a chair. We need a chair. And she's like, okay, I'll, I'll, whenever you're ready, I'll buy it. And then we got to the end of the weekend, and we obviously had the chair. I was like, yeah, mom, I'm, I'm an idiot. I, I was told by my wife to tell you we need a crib mattress, and I just absolutely forgot. <laughs> so, so my mom went out and bought a crib mattress. She bought a memory foam one. The baby's crib mattress is actually nicer than Katie and I's crib or bed mattress. So. <laughs> Your crib mattress? Our crib mattress. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everything's baby stuff now. My brain yeah. is all baby stuff. Uh, that's funny. Huh. All right. Well, yeah. uh, all right. So this whole first episode, we were going to, I, uh, a big majority of it is I want to ask you all the questions that I've been meaning to ask for like, I don't know, nine months. So, <laughs> uh, Let's do uh, it. I laid out a bunch of questions, so you're just going to have to answer them and okay. uh, you're going to have to lead me down this path. You all right. Know, like we said at the beginning, you're the only one I know that has had babies. So yeah, take my hand. I'll lead you. You can lead me down the road. So first yeah. thing, just give it to me straight. 100%. How, how is my entire life going to change when this kid comes? Um, so I'm sure you've been told like, say goodbye to sleep. Yes. A thousand uh, times. But it's like, it's different than I thought it would be. And I'm just going to put a note right here that says like, you know, my experience is going to be different than your experience or anybody, any other dad's or mom's experience, you know? Yeah. Cause every kid's different. Um, but they, they say in quotations, they, um, big the baby, <laughs> right. That the baby should eat every two hours. Right. Right. So, um, you have to do scheduled feeding for that to happen. Uh, and with that, it's like, okay, I'm going to get up. And wake the baby up, feed the baby, sure. change change the baby, because baby probably peed or shit its pants. Of course, right? Like babies do. Right. And then, um, 
you know, babies, at least my baby, Cora, she was very um, angry. She didn't like, she doesn't like to sleep. So putting her back to sleep was uh, also difficult. So this every two hours became an hour process of the feeding. It was wake up, feed, change, get her back to sleep. And that's an hour. And then one of us had to be up again in an hour to do it all over. Um, so it was really like in every, you really only got an hour of sleep at a time, at least an hour case. Right. So did you guys, uh, alternate? Did you guys go one, like one wake up and then the other one? I we, mean, yeah, we did. Different. Yeah, we did. Um, I tried to do more. Um, yeah. you know, especially right away, you know, cause Kayla had a lot of, you know, just pain and she was healing and whatnot. And she just had a, a normal birth, uh, uh, a vaginal birth um if she, if she had like you know a c-section or something it would be more crazy um but we didn't alternate and um we kept uh the, the other thing was um milk warming up milk right if uh if katie breastfeeds and is pumping yeah um and you have milk stored you have to bo- like get water boiling and warm it up that way like you're technically not supposed to like microwave the the breast milk right you're not because it'll cook it or whatever yeah yeah so um you gotta like get the water hot and then let the I milk heat say, up from that i shouldn't say or whatever it's very important it's the food going in my child <laughs> yeah or whatever you know whatever yeah you know so we um uh, we do that and uh yeah that was probably the craziest was the sleep you know i realized i would be exhausted but i didn't realize it was like all right i'm gonna sleep for one hour and then get up and do it again yeah um that was probably the craziest thing uh and then i would say you know part of the fear i guess it wasn't like how did my life change it was what was i afraid of my life changing with and and can you hear me can you hear me i can hear you i can hear you okay um can you hear me yeah so uh what i was saying is um the fear that I had of my life changing was uh, losing friends. Sure. You know, they say like your whole life changes and, you know, you really don't know what your friends are going to be like. Thankfully, we have a good group of friends that, you know, really doesn't care if we have a baby or not. Right. Right. Um, But it was that fear of like, oh, like who won't we see again because of it? Um, but we didn't have that case. I'm sure that there's cases all over there of people that actually yeah. do. Yeah, we're um, really lucky. I think thank- uh, e- even though, like we were saying at the, at the at the jump, you know, our friends are all right about our age. You know, I, I Kayla's actually probably the oldest, close to thirty, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, everybody is between twenty five and thirty. We're all pretty. I mean, we're all pretty close. We all talk every day on, over group text. So it's. Uh, it is a little nerve wracking, but I think Katie and I, the, the thought, of course, you know, just take everything I say with a grain of salt, because once the baby gets here, everything could change. But right. the idea right now is that we would like to, as much as we can, just integrate the baby into our lives mm-hmm. and not and not let the entire thing change because the baby's here. Right. We don't want to, oh, we can't ever leave the house and, you know, we can't ever we just want to. Hey, now we can just go places while we have a baby. Now, of course, mm-hmm. if, if he's a pain in the ass, it's going to be completely different because I yeah. mean, 
you don't want to take a screaming child out to out to a restaurant not that we can go to a restaurant right now anyway but right uh but that's the idea is like we'd like to as much as we can just integrate him with us Mm -hmm. definitely and and that was another hard part was getting um we had cora uh in november so a few weeks after that was thanksgiving so it's like oh is she old enough to take out and about yet you know like you know are people going to be healthy enough to like touch her or hold her so it's like that was a big worry yeah and i I mean in your case it's going to be even more so yeah luckily (laughs) i I say luckily but like people are really used to using hand sanitizer and really used to making sure their hands are washed and that they're wearing a mask if they need to be wearing a mask you know for the most part um so i hopefully it won't be a hard thing to just tell somebody hey can you use some hand sanitizer real quick before you hold the baby or i think the thing we'll see we'll see how katie how comfortable katie is handing the baby off to people i think that'll be it's for new moms i think it's always a a challenge of like hey maybe i love this thing so much i don't want to let anybody else hold him or you know my sister was not that she didn't love her kids but my sister was the opposite she anybody could hold the kid at any time and it was okay and she just felt comfortable with that and that's okay too you know a little Mm -hmm. between uh what's one thing you wish you like did different looking back if you were sitting in my chair two and a half weeks before cora got here what's one thing you wish you had done differently um who that's hard i would say um i would say for me that's hard for me it would be i think the getting up like kayla did get up a lot more you know not that she got up more than me but she got up more than i think that she should have um so I guess just, you know, making sure that like my alarm was loud enough that I would wake up and get out of bed before Kayla, you know, right. when it came to the scheduled feedings. Um, you know, I still I was still there and still did a lot. Um, but I just think that, you know, Kayla did all this work for nine months, like having the growing the baby, <laughs> having the baby, that whole that whole shindig. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, just really pushing myself to get up more um and even though kayla was you know totally like she was willing and able to get up and do it um you know there wasn't any malice on her part or frustration but it was like you know i wish i could have just like sat up and be like hey nope you lay back down i'm taking this on for the night yeah i get that Uh, that's a a really good advice because i think uh i'm the harder sleeper of the two already mm -hmm. I mean, Katie being pregnant, I I never realized this, but Katie hasn't been sleeping well for two and a half months already. I mean, yeah. as soon as she got a, a big enough belly that it was a an impedance, mm-hmm. she her sleep went out the window because she normally sleeps on her stomach and she sleeps under about a thousand pillows, and you can't do that when <laughs> you are pregnant, right? right? So her sleep's already been messed up. I mean, she gets up probably four or five times a night already. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be the same will will be for me. Like I'll have to make a conscious effort and we're going to try, I go to bed later than Katie does just naturally. So we're mm. going to try and set it up. So like maybe she does a feeding right before she goes to bed. Then I get up, do a feeding before I go to bed. And then we start the alternating schedule there. So at least Katie gets like four interrupted hours of, of sleep before mm-hmm. we get on that, that waking up, you know, schedule. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's good. Probably a so, good thing to work out. To, 
to boost your self-esteem back up? What's one thing you did right without, without knowing it? Like what's something when you were like, Hey, I now I'm looking back like, wow, that was a really good idea. Like I, I wish I could tell more people about this. Uh, feed Katie a lot. That's a good idea. Um, I mean, breast feeding and pumping takes a lot out of, uh, out of the women. Um, they're burning through calories. Um, and thankfully I like to cook and I like to eat. So, you know, we usually had food. Um, yeah, you know, and all sorts of food, like even if it was a little bit of junk food, like get her the junk food, you know, like, um, so I think that I was pretty good at having food available, you know, kind of when we needed it, when she needed it. Um, and also, um, like thinking ahead, Kayla had a lot of frozen breast milk. So like making sure there was one pulled out thawing, like always Mm -hmm. having some thawing, um, because she had a ton frozen, um, so that was something that I was good at was just thinking ahead of the game. Nice. Yeah, that's really good. I, uh, since it is big dad energy, I'd got a grill about two months ago. Right. And we've been, <laughs> we've been grilling nonstop this summer, which has been really nice for me because Katie is a vegetarian. Um, and it, she won't eat really what I eat. So mm-hmm. I, it's really easy. We've learned how to like, I'll go get a four pack of burgers and I'll make myself a few burgers and then I'll make Katie like a, a tofu, like a tofu patty, right? Grilled tofu right. patty with some seasonings and stuff on it. So I'm, I'm able to to do stuff like that. So I've gotten a little bit better, but that's yeah. that's one place I can take. I should be taking bigger strides in is trying to learn how to cook. And I can make really good spaghetti and I can make really good meatballs. And that's about it. So I need yeah. to I need to take further strides on, on stuff like that. So that's that's a really good thing. Yeah, uh, definitely. My ne- my next big thing that I and this is something that Katie and I both I mean you, just from first time parents thing, what's what's like going to the hospital? Uh, it was crazy. So um, Kayla was actually in labor for uh twenty four hours. Um, oh, is when it's is when the labor pain started and the contraction started. Um, and it came about at like two a.m. on a Tuesday. And she got out of bed, went to the bathroom, came back and said, okay, I th- like, this is the day, like it's happening. And I was like, okay, right. like, well, now I'm awake. Um, and we were kind of up and waiting and like 4 a.m. rolled around. She called the hospital and the hospital was like, well, just wait. You know, your contractions aren't close enough and they're not, you know, strong enough. Not quite time yet kind of thing. Yeah. So like the, the morning went on, Kayla's mom came over uh brought breakfast and you know it was kind of just like a waiting game and i had already told my work hey i'm gonna stay home it's happening today at some point uh and then it just it it, things like slowed down for kayla and it didn't progress um the cramping and contractions slowed um and then she got kind of upset and frustrated like you know i thought this was going to be it and so her and her mom went on a walk. They walked around uh, the local uh, high school track, did probably mm-hmm. like three miles, and wow. then went to and then went to Sam's and walked around Sam's. And this was finally at like three in the afternoon. Um, I was getting texts from Kayla that whole time. 
she finally came back and uh like I, she was in pain like she was slowly walking up to our porch and was like you know we got to go and Kayla's mom was like yeah. yeah you know it's about to happen like wrap things up so I emailed my work and I was like all right I'm out um and then the trip to the hospital was like okay you know her kind of in pain and you know me not trying to speed but like sure. still trying still trying well, to get there right that's a big it's a big step you're <laughs> anxious you're trying to drive to the hospital and also like hey my wife is in the worst pain she'll ever be in her entire life sitting right next to me i'd like to get to the hospital yeah definitely so um going to the hospital was like pretty mellow um you know kayla's mom was right behind us i called my mom my mom left work and was meeting us up there um and then she had already like pre-checked in um so oh, as, yeah, soon yeah. As, as soon as she got there I dropped her off at the front door she went up and uh was already checked in by the time that i got up there and uh they took us back into triage um and then she uh didn't give birth for another almost 11 hours that's nuts <laughs> yeah it was crazy oh man did you freak like during the whole time um I so I'm gonna like transition into the triage part of it while we were like getting checked in. Uh this is where I, I freaked out a little bit, but not like crazy freaked out. I was like excited and anxious. Yeah. Um but uh so the drive there I was pretty cool, like chill. Um and then in triage they broke Kayla's water because it hadn't broke yet, but it was like oh, right yeah. there. And when they broke the water um it was discolored and it was like hmm. a green it was a greenish brown which is called uh marconium oh and what that means is the baby has pooped inside that's right so what they said was okay you have marconium um when they de- when you deliver the baby we're going to have to take her and check her before anything for pneumonia sure so that's you know kind of where like the freaking out came was like oh um you know is this baby gonna have pneumonia when it's born now yeah I, that's that's super scary i you know it's something it seems something so easy right because katie's katie's brought that up a few times you know throughout the books and stuff is like hey sometimes the baby might poop and you're like yeah of course babies poop and they're like no like it's a bad thing if if they poop inside and you're like oh well how do there's nothing you can do to control it right there's nothing you can mm-hmm. do to and then all of a sudden it could just happen and Mm -hmm. like it's super scary especially on your first kid i mean it's scary on any kid but your first kid you don't know what's going to happen you don't know what the steps you're walking through you're just kind of like going by the book going by what people have told you and then all of a sudden they're like hey it might have pneumonia and you're like what yeah yeah it's uh so that was kind of the wildest point was like oh crap like this kid is (laughs) Um, and then, uh, just trying to, I was anxious, like on edge the whole time about like, okay, you know, Kayla told me this is what she wants to do. Like her birth plan. Um, like, do we, do I push her to stick to it or do we, do we go on the fly? And it was like, all right, well, we're kind of going to do everything on the fly, whatever she's feeling comfortable in and positions and, and all that. Um, that's what we're going to go with. Yeah, I'm nervous about that too. But you know, Katie and Katie and Kayla. So our, for those, you know, if it hasn't become obvious yet, my wife's name is Katie. 
Joe's wife's name is Kayla. Um, so for Katie and Kayla, they have very similar, similar thought process, you know, throughout, uh, they wanting as close to a natural birth as possible, you know, and trying to get, just kind of stay, stay on that trend. Um, mm-hmm. Katie's a little bit hard, more hardcore than Kayla was. Um, she's really, really set on, on trying to do it as natural as possible. So I'm pretty nervous. I'll be honest. It, it's, it's one of those things because, and my parents are not that way at all neither are her parents. So everyone's it's that classic line of like, Hey, there's no metal for doing it by yourself. And it's like, yeah, I get that, but this is what she wants to do. And I, and I'm going to be the one that has to hold it because she's going to be literally going through the worst pain ever. And yeah. I'm going to have to be the one that holds onto it. So I'm pretty nervous. That's, you know, that's a, a lot of responsibility on my shoulders that I'm, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't something you think about when you're trying to conceive a kid. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, did you faint? No, I didn't faint. Oh. I thought I was going to get you. No, uh, do you think you're going to faint? I don't think so. I'm pretty I'm pretty strong-willed. I've seen a lot of stuff in my life, so I uh I think yeah. I think I'll be okay. We'll we'll mm-hmm. see though. And, you know, it comes down to So, we'll, we'll have to yeah. see. Yeah, definitely. I um so we kind of went through that second one. Um my last mm-hmm. question and this is something that's been mm-hmm. weighing on me. Yeah. Without getting too gross, without getting too into it. <laughs> yeah. What's what's the real feeling of watching your wife give birth? Everyone's like, "Oh, it's beautiful, it's magical," but like what's what are you really feeling? Um it it it, it was really um scary uh amazing. Sure. Uh, but Mostly, I mean, Kayla was on an epidural. She finally got to the point where she she needed an epidural. Yeah. Um, so at that point, she was bedridden. Uh, and I mean, after 24 hours of laboring, I can only imagine. Yeah. So it was like um, she it, w- it was it was scary. Like for me, it was scary for the fact that it's like, OK, like, all right, the baby's coming. Like I'm it, it's here. Like. Yeah. You're now in this in this time. Your whole life's gonna change. So it was scary. It was amazing, um, but it was. I wasn't expecting to watch it. Sure. Uh, the doc was just like, "Okay, grab a leg," and I was like, uh, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> what a sentence from the doc! All right, grab a leg. We're doing it. Yeah. So it was. You know, this doctor was very good in conning me into hold holding Kayla's leg. Uh, <laughs> Only one leg. One doctor held the yeah. one leg, and I held the other. You're not good enough for both legs. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. But uh, she's like, we're just going to do a few test pushes, you know? So, yeah, so the way that they can say it is, you know, you push on a contraction. So, yeah, right. There's like a rhythm to it, right? Yeah, and um, and Kayla also had to have uh, another medicine. I can't remember what it's called. Pitocin? I think it's yes. Pitocin. I think Pitocin uh, sounds right. Yeah. And it just to uh, help with the contractions, because as soon as she got the epidural, they went, they like went way down. Um, so you could see the buildup of the contractions starting like on the monitor, like you could see it coming up huh. uh, because they had a monitor on right. the baby and in Kayla. Um, so as soon as the contraction started, you're like, all right, time to grab a leg. Uh but so I was scared. I was excited. I was 
you know, anxious, all feeling all those things. But as the pushing started to happen, Kayla started pushing at one thirty, and mm-hmm. Corey wasn't born until like three thirty. Oh wow! Yeah, two hours of pushing. Was um, the longest two hours of your life, or the shortest? Uh, both. Yeah. Um, but as soon as she started pushing, you know, they really get on there and the doctors are very great. We had an all female staff, which was pretty amazing. Um, so they all kind of had been through this and like, all right, it's going to hurt. It's going to suck, but we're going to get through this together. Um, so as the birth started happening, um, it's the female body is a crazy, amazing thing. I don't, I, I don't know how it works. Yeah. But, uh, it was it's it's crazy because I because I was holding Kayla's leg and actually my mom and her mom were right next to the bed so they also saw the whole thing. Yeah. Um, you just slowly start to see things like become more bulbous and the doctor like reaches in there and all of a sudden the kid's out. Yeah, so it's like the That's head. Not- I, there was a point where just the top of Cora's head was out. Hmm. And the doctor was like, oh, my gosh, there's so much hair. And I I looked and there was like this kid was born with a full head of black hair. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. But Kayla said, oh, like, can I feel it? So she (laughs) she reached down and she felt Cora's head like. I don't uh, think I don't think Katie's going to be that stable. But yeah, the I know my wife pretty well. I don't think I think she'll be like just get it over. She'll be so happy, you know, with it all happening. But I think she's gonna be like just be done with it and just let's go. Yeah, yeah. So the scariest part is once the head's out, they really like crank on it to get it out. Yeah. So yeah. they're really like cranking on that baby to like get it out of there. Um, and that kind of freaked me out a little bit. I was like, wow, they're really like pulling on this baby's head and like the shoulders. But as soon as shoulders are out. It just slides out. Yeah. I've heard that a lot. That's a big thing. Um, that's a big thing. A few people. So I, my boss and I have had quite a, because he actually just had a baby, his second kid in March. Mm. So him and I have actually had a few conversations and he's like, the one thing I could tell you is like, babies are pretty resilient. Not saying, you know, go drop your kid. That's a terrible thing, but babies are pretty resilient. You're going to find mm-hmm. like, if they're, if you got to get their arm in a onesie, like, you're going to have to get it in there. It's not just, yeah. you know, they're not going to want it. So you're going to have to just kind of put the arm in and you're going to mm-hmm. think, Oh my gosh, I broke my child. And you didn't, their arm is just in the onesie. It's just same, same way that you would do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It, it, babies are crazy. Ah, man. I can't, I can't wait. I, they're, you know, it's one of those things where you can read and look and read and talk and talk mm-hmm. and talk and talk. And, I feel like I'm not going to be ready until we walk in. And it's actually strangely like I have a strange calm about it. There's sometimes mm-hmm. where I look around and I'm like, Oh my gosh, how were we ever today? Katie and I, we ate dinner, sat down on the couch and just we're scrolling on our phones. And I looked up, I'm like, man, in like three weeks, are, is this, is this how this is going to go? Or are we just going to eat dinner and then be able to sit on the couch and do nothing. And I was right. like, where's the baby going to be? What's he going to be doing? What if he's crying? You know, it's those, there's those thoughts flying through my head right now. Um, mm-hmm. the other part of me is like, uh, so for me, I grew up, you had a lot of siblings too, but, um, I had three pretty young siblings. So my, I have a brother who's 11 years or who's nine years older, or I'm sorry, nine years younger, 
11 years younger and 13 years younger. So I have two brothers and a sister who are quite a bit younger than me. So, I mean, I was changing diapers and, and helping take care of babies when I was mm-hmm. like 13, 14 years old. So yeah. I, um, so I have a pretty strange calm and I think that's leading me to a false sense of security because I, uh, I don't think it's going to be the same. You can no, all, and- one's off. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it is different because like, you know, babies cry and they cry. That's how they're trying to get, like communicate. Right. So it's like, okay, for me, it was, is this a hungry cry? Is this a urine pain cry? Like, you know, what kind of cry is this? And like, you, I could never really, you know, differentiate between. Right. But just hearing them cry, like made me upset, you know, like just because it's like, I don't want my kid to cry. Oh man. (laughs) I'm a big empath too. I know, I know you're very similar, but I'm like, when Katie's upset, I get upset, right? It's, Mm -hmm. it could be about nothing, but I, and I can just tell it's going to be, it's going to be one of those things. Now, on the other hand, I might just get so tired and stressed out that I'm like, oh my gosh, just stop crying. But we'll see. That's why I have you. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm here. I'll uh, try to guide you through it more. Yeah, right. As as best as you can. Right. Exactly. I, uh, I'm pretty ready. I, I yeah. say that now and then it, like we're gonna we're gonna end the podcast and I'm gonna go upstairs and kids are gonna be like, Well, did we think about this? I'm be like, Oh my god, oh of course we didn't think about this. Oh my god, we only have two weeks. What are we gonna do? Oh yeah. It's it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be something. Yeah. So I mean, are you scared? What are you feeling like? Uh really it fluctuates by the hour. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty scared, I'll be honest. I mean I don't think it's one of those things like, how do I put this? It's not, I'm scared. I'm not going to take care of this kid. Right. I'm very confident that, I mean, we have, this sounds bad, but we have a dog, we have a cat, you know, I, it's, I'm pretty used to sustaining life around the house. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty used to it. You know, uh, it's going to be very different. It's going to be very, very different. There's going to be a lot of diapers to change and a lot of things to happen. Right. Um, I'm curious to see how the no sleep thing is going to affect me. Cause I'm not a great sleeper as it is. That's why I sleep so hard. Right. Mm-hmm. It takes me a long time to fall asleep. And then once I'm finally asleep, I'm asleep. So it takes me about half an hour to fall asleep to begin with. So gotcha. like we were saying with, with Cora, if it's one of those situations where it's like, Hey, it, the baby takes an hour to go to bed and then it's got to be up again in another hour. I'm probably just going to charge right through. I, it wouldn't even be worth it for me to try and lay down to get 20 minutes of sleep to wake up again. Yeah. And I know, I know that's probably going to change once, once I'm dead tired and haven't slept in four days, but right. I, for me, it's, I'm going to have to learn how to, 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 to adjust to that. So I'm very, I'm curious to see how that's going to change. That's probably my biggest fear mm-hmm. because especially right now. So I would say pre pandemic, I was afraid because we're both working you and Kayla are the same way, but we're both working parents, right? Mm -hmm. Soon to be parents. And Katie's taking maternity leave, which we we've prepared for. So that one's okay. But my worry was always like taking care of the kid and also going to work or like, Mm -hmm. Hey, maybe it's a bad night and I didn't sleep at all. And then I have to go into work the next day and work nine hours. And then I got to come home and take care of the kid again, right? Like stuff like that was really stressful. It's actually, we've put ourselves and this is very, very, a very small percentage of people, but 
Katie's a school teacher, right? She's a kindergarten teacher. Well, they're not going back. They're going to at least start school online. Mm-hmm. So we can actually, and I'm at home for the foreseeable future, probably till at least December. So mm-hmm. for the first like four or five months of the baby's life, we're both going to be home. And that's, I mean, that's huge. So that's awesome. I, not a lot of people are in that scenario and I'm, we're very, very lucky because I think, um, and for the small bit of light that's come out of this shit storm, that's been 2020. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. this, this, it's going to be very helpful. Now it's going to ruin us for our second kid because we're going to have to go back to work. And then all of a sudden it's going to be like, Oh man, this was so much easier yeah. the first time around. But then of course we'll have years of knowledge and stuff like that too. So we'll see. Yeah. Do you, do you have paternity leave at all? I I get five days. It's, and I, that's it, not bad. It, I mean, I had, I didn't have any. That sucks. Yeah. I'd use PTO. So technically, um, it's a long story, but I don't qual our paternity leave. You have to be at the company for a year. And I just started in February. Oh. Uh, but when I, when they gave me my contract, I was like, Hey, like I, I'm having a kid this year. I'm going to need more time off than what you gave me. And they're like, okay, we'll give you the five paternity leave days built into your PTO. So technically I'm taking PTO, but it was built. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. That's, I mean, that's cool. Thank, thankfully I had some PTO left over where I could do that. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. I took, I took five days and that was it. I was back to work. Um, and Kayla only took three months and then she was back to work. We started putting Cora into daycare at, at 12 weeks man it's tough yeah yeah how's it, crazy. Been, how's it been like being home um uh, it was good i actually went back to work in june um i'm in my office uh but kayla still works from home cora's still at daycare it was just too hard i mean i don't think a lot of people realize that not that um for us like katie's still taking maternity leave i'm gonna take paternity leave like it's our, our days of just transition from going to the office, being on the phone, you know, most mm-hmm. of the day. Um, so it's still going to be, we're still going to need it. I don't think a lot of people realize that when they hear like work from home, they're like, Oh man, it's so easy. Just keep your kids at home. It's not, it's not, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I, we haven't even gotten there yet and I won't know, but I can already tell like if I just like my boss had to push back a thousand meetings. Right. It's like if stuff that unpredictability happens, babies don't change their schedule. Right. Right. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so do you have anything else around the house that needs that you need to get ready? Man, that crib mattress was a big one. I think now <laughs> I do need to put the bassinet together. We have it. It's sitting next to our bed. I just need to put it together, um, mm-hmm. which is probably the most important thing, because he's not even going to sleep in the crib until, you know, yeah. two, three months. So, yeah, we'll yeah. See. Uh, OK, good. Yeah, good. I think uh, besides that. Really, like I said, so just the last two weeks straight have been putting together nonstop stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get so much stuff when you're having a baby. And I wasn't, I was not ready for that. I was not ready. Like, I think the Amazon guy knows our address by heart because we just keep getting stuff delivered. It's just an, one thing after another, especially because we can't go out and buy anything right now, right? There's no, right. Doors are open. So we're just ordering and ordering and ordering and ordering. And, but mm-hmm. I think now things have come. The last thing, is the dresser but mm. the problem was the dresser we picked out was out of stock and then they emailed us and are like hey it's not gonna be in stock till the 28th which is his due date 
We're like, well, and then we checked like three other websites and it's out of stock everywhere. And it's, it matched, oh, really? it's a whole thing where like, and we were like, okay, well, we don't need a dresser to start. Like, right. Would it be nice? Yes. Do we need it? It's not a crib. It's not a bassinet. It's not. Yeah. Like, okay. Let's wait because we want it. And we want it to match. We want to be, you know, we want his room to, to be tied together. Yeah. I mean, Katie. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we we want it all to match. So we're like, all right. So the last thing we're waiting on is, is his dresser, but it'll be here when it gets here. Nice. All right. Well, you're almost there. A couple more weeks. A couple more weeks. Woo, we'll see. It's crazy. It is crazy. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. Yeah. Um, you know, we're hoping that we can get this out every week. Um, you know, maybe once Jared actually has the baby. Well, Katie has the baby. Um, maybe. I'm just a watcher. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, maybe take a, a small hiatus, but we'll figure that out once we get to it. Um, but so this episode is probably going to be a little bit longer than the normal yeah. episodes. Well, it's just an intro, you know, it's, it includes the intro too. So, you know, like Joe was saying, we want to keep this going and stuff. So this kind of includes like an, an intro first episode kind of together. We're going to record a couple episodes for you guys to listen to as well as this one. So, um, you yeah, just like this week, early next week, we'll put a couple more together for you. Yep. And, uh, we're going to probably cover a whole range of topics. You know, like I said, it's going to be about parenting and adulting. You know, not necessarily just from a dad's perspective. We're hoping to bring guests on to talk about, you know, maybe how they parent or what it was like for them growing up. Um, get moms on that do parenting from both perspectives, you know, taking on the in quotations dad role and the mom role. You know, like we we want to get a whole perspective from everybody. You know, we don't want this just to be about dads. Yeah, absolutely. And we're always uh, we're always looking to, to take more topics we're always looking to take questions uh you can find me on twitter at call sign goose 83 um reach out to me on dms you know just kind of hit me up on there and uh we can talk more about you know what's going on in my life what's going on in your guys's life uh joe's on twitter too sort of kind of (laughs) he has he has a couple of twitters he just needs to remember the logins for them that is true i'm hoping one day maybe by next week i'll have everything sorted out the Instagram, Twitter, nonsense, and maybe we'll have our uh, we'll have a group, uh, our Big Dad Energy Twitter and Instagram. I like that. that we yeah, we got, we got a lot of we got a lot of plans for this thing. We're just getting started, um, so I I'm I'm really looking forward to get to to going through this and sharing it with you guys. Yeah, I think it'll be really great. There's been a lot of a lot of things in our lives that I think um, we have good insight on to to talk about and there's a lot of stuff out there a lot of good content that isn't covered normally that i think we can we can really hit on um but before we wrap up i want to uh thank our friend david for coming up with the first episode title of new balance uh he suggested it and it just seemed like yeah that's absolutely what the first episode is going to be called yeah um, Big <laughs> oh dave uh but yeah so hopefully we'll have some social media for you guys soon um and thank you for listening yeah thanks guys have a great one bye <laughs>